Hello, everybody! Back to Warcraft Podcast number 42. We didn't do a sync or a clip. No, no, we didn't. Can you and do I, it? And I have, do you, can you see a little bit? Ooh, ooh, you see, ooh. <laughs> People on the there audio version have no idea what you're talking about. But <laughs> can you can you sync this without a clap? Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I just need the video and it'll be easy. Cool. Yep. Okay, so we just continue. What an intro to... One of the busiest weeks in recent history. Holy, holy shit, what a week. Um, started Monday by announcing our very own LAN, uh, breaking all ticket sales in Walker 3 history, because there's never been a ticket sale before, so we're basically <laughs> the first ones to do it. Uh, two, Easy. Just two hours ago, um, watching the reveal of Stormgate, the new RTS by Frost Giant, doing the interview with Monk, and some esports in between, and holy shit! I don't. I'm so tired. I, I, you just came back from uh, grabbing another coffee, and you said, mm. "Okay, let's go." And I kind of forgot to respond because I was so tired. <laughs> How's your week, Carson? <clears throat> it's been a, a pretty chill in terms of this side of everything. I've just been not. I mean, there has been a lot of tournaments in my time zone, unfortunately. Everything like you're doing the AWL right now. That's at two a.m. All the show cups four a.m. So really, there's not been not been much for me to do other than you know like get hype on all the frost giant stuff, do some of the podcast, chill out. Have been doing a lot of band practice. We'll be on our third in a row mm. this Thursday, and then we're going away Friday, Saturday for two gigs. Uh, so it's been a busy band week, but uh, definitely not as stressful as as yours. My my days are are, are pretty pretty simple, Neo. You know, it's normally you know, four <laughs> or five hours. I'm done. I'm playing ladder by then. Damn, that's the life, man. I'm a little jealous, <clears throat> but it's also all everything is super exciting, especially this land thing. Uh, it's called Rara Land, and we do this in cooperation with Being Esports and Arcadia. Arcadia is a big gaming house here in my hometown, Hamburg. Uh, they have a big investor and they basically have a gaming area, they have uh, an event area and a hotel and a restaurant and 10,000 other things in that building. It's huge. I've been there three times now. And Walker 3 will be part of their activities thanks to us and as so often with this freaking backed Warcraft project, it was such a coincidence uh, because it basically... How this started is that a former co-caster of mine from ESL Radio Days 12 years ago reached out to me somewhere, I think Discord or Twitter or whatever, said, hey man, I, I, I see that you're in Hamburg, you're still doing that Warcraft stuff, that's super cool. I got my own esports uh, tournament organization called Being Esports. Let's see if we can do something together and if not, just have a few cheeky beers. And this is how so much of... Back to Warcraft started, and this was the case here as well. Um, we met for a couple of beers. We checked a couple of uh, metrics, like is it uh, doable to do Warcraft events? Is there enough interest? And I showed them our numbers, and they, of course, look very good because you all wonderful people are tuning in like crazy recently. And then we did this uh, lead desk being eSports Cup, <clears throat> and after that was a big success. We pitched it to Arcadia and boom, now we have 100 people in one place celebrating Walker 3 together. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, and I, I, I don't really uh, have much info, information on it, really. Like, I knew about it in advance, obviously, but that's about all the behind-the-scenes 
uh, info I've had. Obviously, you know, me and Remo, as far as I know, it's all been you. I don't think we've done really anything so far. I know I haven't done anything. So I guess this is perfect opportunity for me to get some info. How much info is out there currently? Like, do we have, I'm assuming the prize pools out there, the the dates are out there, the tournament format, is that all released yet? Or is is that uh, to be announced still? Not not really. A lot of it is to be announced. Yeah, you guys are pretty hands off. I'm waiting on a daily basis for you to reach out to me saying, hey, I know you're super busy. How can we possibly help you? But waiting and waiting and waiting, nothing's coming. Um, But yeah, what's this going to be? So um, for this to be a success, we needed 100 people uh, to come and play because this is freaking expensive. Um, so yeah, that that's the goal to have a hundred players in Hamburg, and very very proud and happy to say that in just three days we sold two thirds of all tickets. <laughs> Without is that is that for players specifically, or just yeah. for people to come watch? That's for players only. There's even okay. more people that will be coming watching, and uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of them will be spontaneous. So. Yeah, what are we doing? Uh, we gather 100 people plus the viewers. We gather 100 players plus the viewers uh, on a Thursday evening <coughs> in Hamburg. This is a little get-together. And then we do social activities. I think there's there is a bar at the venue. So we will be there and chill there. And oh, we'll be there. We'll be there for, <laughs> for sure. Um, I thought we do a little pub quiz. Maybe a little, little socializing because Carson from one of the War 3 Champions finals, you still owe us a quiz. Trivia. Exactly. Yeah, I do. And I have it written out still. I've had it written out. I've actually had it set a deadline for myself the end of that tournament. Um, and I, I did do it by the end of the tournament, but then we just never had the opportunity to. So uh, it's, it's still in, uh, still locked and loaded. Yeah, that is, that's basically the plan for uh, Thursday. And then I guess I have to do a little explaining. Um, we will well, you have take a- all the time in the whole world because I still don't know anything about this. Exactly. This is good so, for me and everyone else. Exactly. So the main programming point of this entire weekend is a huge-ass one-on-one tournament uh, for prize money, of course. For the one-on-one tournament, uh, everybody will be able to play on Friday via an open bracket. It's going to be pretty much like DreamHack Anaheim, just Anaheim. with a yeah. better, better system. Or people, it's gonna be a bigger round robin system, so people uh, attending the event play more games than just two, which is, I think, uh, pretty logical to do it that way. But hey, what's what's logical in Reforge days? Um, so you arrive, you can try to qualify for that big tournament that will have a prize pool. Uh, I can't say the big number yet, but we are looking for something similar to a DreamHack season, like the summer season or something. Mm-hmm. And for that, we will have qualifiers starting at the end of July uh, for Europe, for Asia, and for America and Oceania. And four Europeans will qualify, uh, three Asians and one from America and Oceania. And for these people who win the qualifiers, we will fly them in on our cost uh, and, of course, house them properly. So that's covered for them. And hopefully the best players in the world will be attending to play, A, the open bracket on Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday, group stage of the big tournament and Sunday playoffs of the big tournament. 
Very cool. How is this looking currently for the European qualifiers and I suppose the Asian qualifiers? One for the Chinese players and two for the Russian players, players like Happy that are living in Moscow. Is that are they able to travel into Germany right now, or how does do you know how that works currently? Yeah, that's a tricky question that uh, I had to. I I spent a lot of time a lot of time on that. Yeah. Um. Of course, the the situation can always change because we don't know how much more crazy the world will get these days. Mm -hmm. um, as of now, Russian players will be able to play. Uh, we have a pretty strict policy on what's allowed and what's not allowed because in the arena, in the venue at the Arcadia, uh, it's also housing a couple of or a few dozens of Ukraine refugees at the moment. Ah. So it's, of course, a little tricky of a situation. So yeah. uh, very, very strict policy. We will not show the Russian flag at the venue or on stream. That will be replaced by something. And um, it's pretty much like the War 3 Champions policy as well. Any public statements uh, pro-war uh, lead to an immediate dis 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 uh qualification and mm -hmm. people who acted like that before will of course banned from the qualifier as well so the russians are able yeah. to to come they will probably there's something going on with uh flights uh you can't travel from let's say hamburg to moscow directly you have to fly via uh turkey for example so mm -hmm. uh, for a travel that usually takes i think three hours four hours that's now an 11 to 13 hour travel. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah, well, welcome to NA, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also, of course, a lot more expensive. But yeah, I thought uh, it 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 would be unfair to exclude people um, from from a tournament for something their government is doing, especially if they're not openly supporting it. And yeah, in in secret, probably are some somehow against it. In my opinion, esports has uh, more often than not led to a great cultural exchange, and mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can do something good with that in general. For China, it's a whole different thing <laughs> because COVID. Um, yeah. They had a little bit of an outbreak recently, especially in the big cities like uh, Shanghai. And they are still running their zero COVID policy. So as far as I know, most of these cities is still under lockdown. Will this change until fall? I don't know. Will they be allowed to travel then? I don't know. But if they can, they're more than welcome to join, of course. For sure, yeah. So at most, we're going to be missing... You know, the one two zero in Lin, I think, would be the big names we would be missing. Lin, of course, is South Korean, but he's living in China. So those would be the two big names that we also were missing in Sweden. But we still get the Moons. We still get the Sox, Chimikos. We still get the Focus, Soen, those sorts of guys from, from Asia. Worst case scenario. It is a little bit unfortunate because this will have been the third offline event in a row, at least, that, that we're involved with. Um, where the Chinese players could not come. So it's it's a bummer we cannot see, especially for me, Lin, but especially for a lot of Undead fans, 1-2-0 um, there, and possibly even like an Infi or something. But, um, you know, there is limited spots as well. But I'm sure a lot of these players would probably be willing to fly out, like the top, top levels, even if like a Lin didn't qualify, seconds. he'd probably there be willing to, to fly himself right out now. because he's got a good chance of, of getting uh, in the money for sure. Restarting, technical difficulties, stay tuned. Uh, sorry, can I say that again? The whole thing? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> oh, no. You, uh, I think I cut off at uh, we will be missing out on, on Lin. 
Ah, yes. So we'll be missing out on one, two, zero, and Lynn. And unfortunately, this will have been the third land in a row, uh, that at least that we were involved with, that they uh, they'll have missed. So that's a little bit of a bummer, but we still have all the all the a lot of the top players from from Asia, from South Korea, which would be like Moon. We have Sewn, we have Focus, we have Sock, we have Chamiko, uh, maybe even a Remind or something like that. So we have plenty of really really strong players still from Asia, but it'd be unfortunate to miss out again on one two zero and Lin especially yeah. uh, from China. Yeah, hopefully China. things uh, become better until then. I mean, we do have some time. We have three and a half months, basically. Things mm -hmm. can change quickly, um, hopefully for the better in, in these two situations, especially. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I hope everybody has enough time to plan ahead and plan some travel. I already know from at least one guy. Oh, no, two guys in an A that will make the travel, um, mm -hmm. including you. I think, mm -hmm. as far as I know, uh, Cithrin is coming as well, and maybe some oh, other people. Cool. It's so insane, man, that people are traveling across the entire world to attend an event that I run. That is freaking surreal. Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. I know, like, probably Insup will try. He's definitely going to try to qualify, but he'll try to make it. How does that work as well? Another, I'll just keep throwing questions at you. Another question. Um, if you pay for a player ticket... Are you no longer able to play in the qualifiers, or oh, you can. can you get like a refund if you play for a ticket and then win a qualifier? For instance, probably more. This is more likely for a lot of the European guys, I would imagine, than a lot yeah. of people in NA. We probably know who's going to qualify from NA, but uh, how does how does that work? <coughs> uh, <coughs> sorry about that. You have to cut that out. Um, it's it's pretty chill. Our refund policy is pretty relaxed and. Uh, the great spirit of Reforged, of course, we give everybody the option to yeah. refund. Um, and of course, if you win the qualifier, uh, you don't need the need the ticket anymore. So easy to refund. Uh, you say that, that it's clear who wins the NA qualifier. Mm, between a couple of people, let's say. How about that? Well, I know a guy who's probably the favorite when it comes to skills, but the big question is, will Hitman show up for the qualifiers? Yes, he's he's very much motivated to play land tournaments. I've already talked to him about it. He's very much even Cruncher has kind of been half hinting at it. And Hitman was like, "No, Cruncher, please don't come back," because uh, that is obviously the one person that could challenge Hitman. But yeah, he he definitely if there is a land event, he is highly mo motivated to play. I mean, fourth at Sweden not too long ago is is a pretty big deal for him in NA. So he's still anytime there's an offline event, I think he's going to try to play it for sure. All right, let's see if, if uh, he sets the alarm correctly and if he's <laughs> happy with the hosting conditions and stuff. But yeah, that's that's the big one-on-one -on -one tournament. Um, the system is not 100% set in stone, but it will be mm -hmm. a lot of round-robin, pretty much. Um, and then big playoffs, of course, on Sunday. For everyone else who drops out on Friday, uh, there's going to be a lot of amateur competition where we will want to... Where we will run it pretty much like Fountain of Mana League. I think that's the best approach to separate players um, by MMR and put them in different brackets. And of course, some fun modes as well, like two and two, four and four. Uh, maybe something like a Bro Cup where a good player gets paired with a, a better player in MMR. Also, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about like crew battles that they have in Melee, basically clan wars, but with a group of friends. I didn't find the best system yet because there's of course limited time uh, but yeah. crew battles would be something real cool 
Yeah, of course. I guess the time limitation would be more so for the stream, I would imagine, than actual. Because if you have enough PCs, you could do all this on like a B stream or something like that. But to get all the content out there would be difficult, especially if there's any sort of technical difficulties ever, which there <laughs> tends to be no matter what. No, um, it's not going to be that we won't have technical difficulties. I don't believe in jinxing, Neo. Don't worry. I don't believe it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be great content. And maybe we we throw a show match in. Maybe we redo the 100K show matches. I know people want to see a practice Carson versus the Remo Demo man. Ooh. So that uh, might be able to happen again. On Remo craft or on, on real real balance? <laughs> Unless we, we do a best of two on Remo craft and then we best of two on my balance suggestions. Oh, <laughs> it's on, it's on, it's on. Yeah, so I really want to make sure that Everybody outside the big one-on-one -on -one competition will have something to do. Um, of course, it, it's all opt-in. We don't lock you down at your PC and put chains around your ankles and stuff. You don't yeah. have to play. You can. You can also sit uh, 24 hours at the bar and bring the Arcadia money by drinking 200,000 beers or explore Hamburg because it's a beautiful city uh, or do a mix of all. This is pretty much what, what we plan in terms of content there. Very fun. Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> I can't imagine this is very profitable, Neo, but it is, uh, <laughs> it is the work that you do to keep the scene alive. Um, yeah, but more events in the future. Like, so far, is this looking like it's at least going to be a break even event? Because I know, especially for a lot of Twitch streamers, thinking like Cutie Cinderella and people like that, they do really big Twitch events. They say they never profit, they always just try to break even. So, is this a similar situation here? Yeah, just hopefully. Trying to stay afloat with yeah, this event? Ho hopefully, hopefully. Uh, yeah. With 100 people coming, we should be at around no loss territory. Mm -hmm. roundabout which we'll should be the goal of course if we can because yeah. then it's essentially all it is is manpower and you losing your mind for six months or whatever it is yeah. planning the event but as long as it can break even and for the prize pool as well are we going to do sort of a, a partly uh to funded prize pool and then partly maybe a match arena is that is that possible maybe add an extra 9999 to the prize <laughs> pool or what are you thinking um, this is not really my territory because I suck at sales. Uh, mm -hmm. so so it's up to the guys from Arcadia and being esports because they are way better connected with partners. But mm -hmm. the cool thing about them is that nobody of the the three parties has really any monetary incentive to do it. Arcadia right. is a super new project. They just want to get the word out and they want to increase their reach and let people know what this is and, and that it's possible to have a cool weekend there. Being Esports mm -hmm. wants to get their name out because at the moment they are mostly doing German PUBG and German Valorant and they want to explore different games. And for us, it's of course all about community as always. Yeah. So there's there's no money wolf in there. There's no former Blizzard employee who's trying to get all your credit cards uh, by, by selling some shit. Everything mm -hmm. that would make it profitable will somehow be reinvested whether it be into a bigger prize pool or better production or an extra caster or an extra cameraman or you know whatever uh mm -hmm. we just want to break even and that's it no real profit there um so we will have sponsors that's for sure we don't know how much we don't know in what capacity um to add crowdfunding on top of it i think makes a lot of sense and why not if people want to contribute why not 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the the goal for for pretty much everything in the scene at this point is, is longevity. It's like yeah. okay, we could start a weekly cup, but can we keep that weekly cup going for three years? It's yeah. like okay, we could do an off- offline event, but can we do two more? Can we always hit that you know just barely green or just breaking even point on these big events? I think is is the main thing with this just consistency over you know just going way over the top with everything we do i think consistency is key to keep this game sort of afloat because these are the sort of things we need now that we don't have esl now that we don't have you know a lot of chinese tournaments at least offline tournaments that i can remember recently so it's important to do these sorts of things but it's important i suppose be able to keep them consistent if possible that's what's so cool about experion is that they've done what three or four now six that's pretty cool to see as well six oh my god yeah so that's again consistency very good exactly yeah so uh, this this will be this will take a big chunk of my time. This is—it mm-hmm. it, it was funny. I—I I had a call with yours at, at the beginning of the year to just check on each other and what's up in life. And I said, "Man, I have this dream to do this freaking land somehow and do my own event." And boom, six months later, it's actually happening. So mm-hmm. happy! I was so scared that because it's so new, we have no other event that ever did something like this nobody gathered so many people of only the warcraft scene nobody mm-hmm. ever asked for ticket money in warcraft 3 really all we did was crowdfunding we never even did a pay-per-view or something the patreon is kind of something like that but not really mm. there was never really a paywall and i had no idea how people would react to it and then the news was out and the chat was filled with hearts and support and in I don't know, the span of three hours, 30% of the tickets were gone, and the next day, 50% of the tickets were gone, and now today, 66% of the tickets were gone. People are traveling from all over the world. I was so, so, so happy. Yeah, the the nice thing about offline events, I think, for this scene, despite it being small, is that most people are very passionate about it. Like this is a main hobby for a lot of people, especially in NAC and we have this sentiment where it's like our, it's our favorite hobby. It's like a person that plays pool on the weekends or plays poker on the weekends. This is what people enjoy doing. But at the end of the day, most of the people are adults with full-time jobs so they can take vacation days and they can afford to, you know, buy a ticket and make it to the event as they're, you know, it's like going to see their favorite band or going to a, you know, a poker tournament, even though you don't think you're going to win. It's always like this. Whereas in other games, people, they need to gain something out of it. It seems like if I'm going to go to a Valorant tournament and I'm 16 years old, I need to gain, I need to get my name out there. I need to win the tournament, whatever. But in Warcraft, we don't really have that incentive unless we're you know, a top eight player, a top 12 player in the world. Everyone else is just like, oh, this is going to be a fun weekend. Let's buy the ticket. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I, I really hope this is this brings the community a little closer together, even closer together, because this always happened at the experience or also for us in Anaheim, of course, otherwise you wouldn't mm-hmm. be next to me or yeah. uh, with us and the Koreans and Chinese, because if we would never travel to China, uh, we... Ne- would never know these guys and then we would have no connections and then we had no idea how to stream these Chinese tournaments at the moment. So yeah, it's it's all stemming from little get-togethers. Mm-hmm. 
And they're fun. This is like Anaheim was so much fun. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Obviously, Sweden was fun too, but for different reasons. That was much more of a busy, chaotic. I'm sure Anaheim was busy and chaotic for you, but me to just go there and just hang out, and I got to play in the in the open bracket and meet everyone, and that was my first event as well. Anaheim was insanely fun. Um, so definitely highly recommend if you guys uh, aren't sure. There was one guy I think uh, commented like, you know, I'm a lower level player. Should I still come? You know, or whatever. It's like it it is fun, even if you're gonna lose over and over again even if you're coming just to watch and just to hang out and just to meet people everyone in this community is actually very uh sociable and normal and nice which i was uh pleasantly surprised to find out in anaheim um and it's it's very chill and entertaining it won't be chill for me i can tell you that no. much no. like uh i ideally... you're gonna be running around like a maniac you're, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh ideally I want to clone myself like four times and run the tournaments and cast the tournaments and produce the tournaments and do the stage host as well. Oh, yeah, we have a stage. Did I mention we have a stage? Mm. We have a stage. No, no, I, I don't hope. know anything about the production side of things. Oh, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> I hope. I uh, keep throwing wishes and suggestions at them. And they're like, really, dude? Do we need this? Like, 100% we need this. Let's go. <laughs> Do this. So it's a it's a production team then again yeah. and, I, and I and I people listening I don't actually know anything again Neo did everything I don't have any behind the scenes knowledge so yeah. it's an actual it's an actual production team it's a proper yeah. production not just us throwing the stream on yeah we we're gonna have a desk we're gonna have an interview wow. area we're gonna have a producer we're gonna have observers something is happening on stage as well uh, yeah I don't know incredible I'm, I don't know. <laughs> do all of this but it's gonna work out it's gonna work out for sure there's still three I mean, months to play as long on. as people have the games and they have the casting in between yeah. the game in on the games and you know they can see us I'm sure people are gonna be happy with what they get and the main thing is i think it's for the viewers of course but mainly if this event goes well for everyone that's there as well i think that that would be uh that should be a top priority and then you know if, if the people at home can get the games they can see happy against moon I, i'm sure they'll uh they'll be fine I really hope Moon wants to travel. That would be dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, this 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 is what's happening. Of course, there are a lot of more stuff happening behind the scenes, but I don't want to share stuff that's not set in stone yet. But at Experion, we oftentimes had the issue that uh, people got their accounts banned because everybody was locked in at Battle.net w with the same oh. IP. Um, so I can pretty much guarantee that that's not happening because i actually reached out to blizzard and they actually answered and nice. they're aware of this event and we're talking and i was talking to an actual blizzard person carson last week <laughs> very cool Sick. yeah because i suppose to uh, most people don't know this but to run tournaments i'm not sure how this is in warcraft but in like counter-strike and other games you actually need to get permission from the dev to run a tournament in their game and get like the licensing thing. Yeah. You have to do that. Yeah, that's probably a whole thing that you you haven't had to do in the past. Well, we always did it, but it's a little different because mm -hmm. it's different if the prize pool is more than a certain amount. It's different right. if it's a LAN event. It's very different if you sell tickets to that event. It's very different if there are mm -hmm. sponsors on it, etc., etc., etc. So a everything is at the lawyers now. <laughs> 
yeah. we, we also had to ask about using the logo and stuff. It's like, oh God, it's so, so. yeah, it's a whole other layer of complexity yeah. that I don't think a lot of people appreciate when it comes to to events that that happen. You can't just you can't just run a tournament for a game unless it's very very small. But you can't yeah. just run some big tournament for any game. I and Smash Bros has really struggled with that, and Nintendo's just like, no, no <laughs> tournaments, nothing, no no patch. So you know, it is it can be a struggle at least. So it's nice that Blizzard has been at least a little bit communicative. Yeah, shout out to Varias for helping me out with that. Um, and that's pretty much everything I can share about the LAN at the moment, I think. Is there more? I think we, I think we covered all my questions, at least. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're going to fly you in, of course, most important. We're going to have Remo there, of course. Rest of the talent. I don't know. I would love to have, actually, I, I would love to have Q-Bird as a caster as well. That could be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I can't remember ever casting with him. I think I've had him on stream once, maybe. It's good. Uh, I'm not sure. Very knowledgeable, though. Yeah, and also very funny, and it can mm -hmm. talk, and it's native English and all. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so for that, we also have a little Road to Rara Land series started at YouTube yesterday, where I show you the lobby and the bar and the venue in general. There will be more. I think we have five content pieces, and you will see that I put... Not only uh, sweat and tears into this production, but also blood and pain. So stay stay tuned for that. Monka S yeah. in the chat, everybody. Yeah, not so much for me, but uh. hey, whatever it, whatever it takes to bring <laughs> Warcraft offline, I guess. True, true. We thought Sweden would be the last offline event. Yeah, the top players. We said it, we said it was like, well, guys, this is that's what me, you, and Rivo said to each other at the bar before I before I went back to the hotel. He said, well, guys, this might be it. True, might never, we might never yeah. meet again. Remember that? Do you? You shall never underestimate my power. <laughs> True. Yeah, we we shall meet again. Yeah. Surreal. Right. Really surreal. It's going to be dope. It's, these are always so fun, man. These are always so fun. It's going to be hella stressful, but we're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. I guess at least you guys are going to have a good time. I'll probably <laughs> die yeah. after, but as long as you guys have a good time, that's that's mm -hmm. all I want. And I'm pretty pretty proud of what we accomplished so far. And from yeah. here, it gets even better. Uh, Frost Giant or what? Sure. Yeah, Frost Giant. Um, Today was the day. Right on. Yeah, what what did you think of it? What did you think? Uh, obviously, we uh we've known about it for a little bit. We had a little bit of stuff we couldn't talk about. Um, but um, now everyone knows everything. Everyone knows everything, and the the Twitch chat is all I'm going off of here. I haven't seen a lot of the the Twitter or the Discord feedback from today's announcement. Um, but it seemed to be mixed, actually. Yeah, for the I, most part. I, maybe maybe we have to introduce people who are living under a rock or are not on yeah. on many media to what happened today. Uh, Frost Giant is a new developers team. It's a new game studio from people who were formerly working at Blizzard on Warcraft 3 and Starcraft 2. I read today a uh, headline uh, saying the team that wanted to make Starcraft 3 but wasn't allowed to. <laughs> so uh, True. pretty pretty much that. And the, they announced the funding of their studio two years ago, which was pretty much right after Walker 3 Reforged release. And since then, uh, since also AoE 4 wasn't the crazy big hit and wasn't a Blizzard RTS, everybody was looking at them and their big release when it comes to the next big 
real-time strategy game. Mm-hmm. And today was the reveal of a teaser, and they the, the 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 game has a name now. It's Stormgate. It has a setting now, which is a little post-apocalyptic sci-fi demonic esque. Mm-hmm. I guess how, demons how would... and humans so far. I think the two yes. factions. They're not calling them races. They're calling them factions. Demons and humans. I'm not sure. I know it's. I know it's human. Shout out Todd. Yeah, human I, resistance. I think it is. Yeah, and then there's there's some sort of demons which come through like a portal, a storm gate, right and on. that's 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 what they are. That's what they're, they're demons. They look like Balrogs. Right. They, they they are very inspired by Diablo. I think. Hmm. Which is which is cool because it's all it's all Blizzard art style. The thing I I most enjoyed was was seeing sort of the I don't know if it's necessarily in game footage, but it was a bird's eye on some of the the units, um, and it looked good. It looked good. I heard some people say it looked a little bit cartoony, but hey, Valorant's the biggest game of the world right now. That's a cartoony game, and I and I think it's a great game, and it runs smoothly for the cartoonishness and everything. You can sort of make distinctions between them. So I think it's actually a good thing. Uh, maybe people in Warcraft are too old to appreciate the the new style of art in games. Warcraft is pretty comic-y as well, we got to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in comparison to an Age of Empires, I think, and also in comparison to a Red Alert 1 or something. It's pretty cartoony. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look at the grunts. The Yeah, for kinda, sure. And it, it's all meme as well and and with humor involved. So it's not that Warcraft 3 is a dead-on series game. Um, I can... Yeah, the Goblin the, Lab and stuff. You think about that. Uh, yeah. Come inside, C-U-M. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we were, as we tweeted out, invited to a little sneak preview last week already, but we couldn't share it, unfortunately. And we saw a snippet of the trailer you guys saw and then a whole big presentation of what their goals are and what their philosophy is and what they're planning to do that content is pretty much available in the interview with monk that we did it's basically mm-hmm. all he shared in in some sort of way uh for people who didn't get that preview and who didn't listen to the monk interview yet who is the lead designer for uh stormgate i can see that people are underwhelmed because yeah. they saw a teaser there is something that looks like Terran from StarCraft. There's something that looks like Diablo. And they're battling. Um, yeah. I, I can totally see that they're underwhelmed. Yeah. I, I think people expected something completely different from Warcraft and StarCraft. But I don't think, like, the way that at least Monk's been describing it, and I've heard the, the team talk about it, is, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And they're not trying to be completely different from Warcraft and, and StarCraft 2. It's not a bad thing that they're kind of similar and that they might end up a little bit similar because, again, StarCraft 3, thinking back to that, if there are similarities, I think it's a good thing. I think the, the most important thing is the game runs well, it plays well, because it's not, you know, on a Blizzard engine. It's not going to, you know, maybe the pathing isn't as good or whatever because it is a completely different sort of developer making it, even though a lot of the same brains behind it. Um, so as long as it, it runs smoothly and they're, they're, they have good balance and good updates and you know the, the graphics are clear, you know it being a little bit similar to StarCraft to Warcraft, I don't think it's a bad thing, but it seemed like the community's feedback was that that was a bad thing, that yeah, it wasn't this, original enough. Yeah, this is something that I mentioned in our little preview with Remo. If you try to do the... the 
the best of both worlds approach and try to mix it, then there is a chance to alienate both sides because it's not similar yeah. enough to your game, but it also has elements of a game you don't necessarily like. Uh, mm. Yeah, but I think we have to wait and see on that. I can only recommend people to listen to the interview if you really want to get hyped because we touch a lot of things. How is the campaign going to work? How is the esports going to work? How are the co-op missions going to work? What are their philosophies on gameplay, etc., etc.? I think, in theory, what they say is perfect. They call it a utopia of real-time strategy. Um, but I really want to see them deliver. Like, they, they yeah. can say everything right now. This is a relatively easy stage for them. They can promise the world. I've been at BlizzCon. I saw the first Reforged announcement. They mm -hmm. promised the world. So, Frostine, I'm with you. I support you. I got your back. But you got to deliver on what you promised now. Yeah, they are, they're quite all uh, silver-tongued, all those devs. Um, you know, speaking of Monk, it's like, God, you're really convincing right now. God, you are right about <laughs> yeah. that. God, this game is going to be great. So every time they sort of open their mouths, it's like, oh, my God, you, this is going to be the best game ever. But I do, yeah, I do think it's important, one, to not be overhyped, and two, to be, you know, uh, critical. If there are things that we are critical of, because we do want them to make it as good as it possibly can be for all of our sakes. And, um, you know, it's if history repeats itself, a lot of these sort of heavy promising games haven't ended up to be the best. So hopes and prayers and feedback i think is necessary when it comes to to games like this but um i mean if they deliver like you say everything they said they're going to deliver it's going to be an excellent game it's just a matter of actually delivering exactly i have a tweet from wardy here who is a starcraft commentator and he says and he yeah, sounds very good what he says uh quote I think the best reason to be hyped for Stormgate is that it's the right group of people saying the right things that have the right experience to go out and do it. We don't have gameplay yet, but we have all the other reasons to be excited that we haven't had before, in my opinion. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. This is the first time for me, I suppose Reforge was a bit similar, but this is the first time for me I've actually followed a game from its inception to like a, to then watched every trailer for it and followed all the news. This is the first time I've ever done it. So I haven't been disappointed too many times. I imagine you've you've followed uh, quite a few more games. Is it is it always the case that it's disappointing when these games finally get released or have have there been games that have promised a lot and delivered a lot as well for you? There's always more disappointment than over delivery. I think mm. uh in Diablo 3, it wasn't as great as people thought it would be. Uh, the the big hype games rarely meet their expectations because internet culture tends to hype things all a little too much, maybe as well. Um, yeah. But a game that definitely over-delivered is Elden Ring, and that game True. is oftentimes mentioned by the devs. I watched uh, Winter Starcraft, who had an interview with the two... Uh, company CEO guys, I think. Uh, and they mm -hmm. mentioned Elden Ring quite a bit in their approach to make Stormgate the Elden Ring of RTS uh, to make yeah. it uh, to make RTS big again or revive it again. Yeah, I think that's a good analogy too because Elden Ring is also a very difficult game, very hard barrier to entry, although it's a mostly a single player game. Um, and so is RTS. Yes. So I guess we'll wait and see. I imagine they're going to start like squeaking out little 
previews and stuff. They'll probably be teasing a lot of stuff. They have a subreddit slash r slash frost giant. Also now I think slash r slash stormgate mm-hmm. will be up, which is cool. And also we're supposed to all wishlist it on Steam. Stormgate on Steam is supposed yes. to be very, very important to wishlist it because it messes with the algorithm and um, it gets it on the front page and all that stuff. So if you guys like RTS, you want this game to succeed, I think wishlisting is actually the best thing you can you can do currently for the game. I did it. I hit the follow button as well. The frost, uh, the the Stormgate Reddit at the moment. It's so cool. Uh, our interview is pretty much everywhere there. It's so nice. Very cool. Kevin Monkdon. Going there right now. Interview on the Back to Warcraft channel. From the Back to Warcraft channel. From the Back to Warcraft channel. It's nice, 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 nice to see. Uh, the awesome. reaction was really cool. We got. Big raids from Wardy, from Loco. StarCraft and Warcraft community really came together today, and that's what it's supposed to be down the road. Yeah, very cool. I mean, yeah, I guess it'll be not necessarily small communities, but uh, smaller communities all coming together for this. The Warcraft community, the StarCraft community, maybe Age of Empires, maybe, you know, all the other, you know, there's, I imagine for like, even like CNC and stuff, there's probably still small, tight-knit communities. So this is going to, if it does work out and be in, and is the strong game that we all hope it is, it'll bring everyone together and then we'll all be together and then what do you know we'll have this one rts this this huge game up to par with the counter strikes and all that and that at least that's the that's the hope we're going for but uh, it's cool that we're all you know sort of talking and we're all in on it because i don't know a lot of the starcraft guys other than todd i suppose and some of the players but um now we will right on so two big things off the bucket list our big announcement plus the frost giant announcement all that's missing in terms of big announcements at the moment is the Blizzard news. It's June, June 10th, one yeah. third of the month done. Still waiting for that. But I think they knew about our announcement and probably knew about the Frost Giant announcement and thought that would be too busy for a Warcraft 3 content creator. So we, we have to postpone it a bit, I think. True, true. I mean, they'll probably wait till the very, very last second. Too. <laughs> when have they typically released patches has there been a consistent day has it been like the 30th of every month or is it just do they have they done them always randomly i've never paid attention to that it was oftentimes a tuesday huh that's weird (laughs) i think it's really well at the very beginning they did it on friday and then they Mm. applied the patch and then they went into the weekend and we had some big game breaking bugs from some patches and so i yelled at them Ah. to never ever patch on friday again so I guess, because they have the days off, right? So right they're not on. in the office to yes. Yeah. Uh Neither is the community management, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. they will probably, uh, hopefully, never patch on Fridays again and then move it uh, to Tuesday because then they have, like, Monday to revisit everything, Tuesday to apply everything, and then Wednesday and Thursday to monitor everything, and then maybe hotfix on Friday or something. All right, so we have three Tuesdays left right in the month, the 14th, the 21st, and the 28th. Um, so we'll do a 24-hour stream on all three of those days and wait and wait yep. and wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what if they don't release anything? That is, that's truly the worst-case scenario because all we, it's not like we have an announcement from Blizzard. They haven't posted anything. It was just that dude saying one thing Mikey Barra, yep. Yeah. Uh, he is the president of Blizzard, so it's not like a little more than that, dude. But if they don't True. deliver in June, I'm pretty sure I'm getting blocked from his Twitter. I will, <laughs> I will, 
unleash all my rage. Yeah, because it. I mean, it could happen. I am quite a yeah. pessimist, uh, more and more in my old age. But uh, it it could. It's definitely not off the list. I mean, it's not as though Blizzard has the best reputation for things like this. Mm-hmm. It's not as though they haven't failed time and time again. Look at Immortal. Look at Overwatch Two. Everything. Look at you know just literally every step of the way they find a way to fuck it up so that's the worst case but you know we'll keep hyping it up (laughs) yeah uh maybe another little piece of news warcraft 3 is not the worst rated game in gaming history anymore (laughs) yeah true our 0.6 on metacritic got topped or flopped whatever you want to call by 0.5 for diablo immortal or as you commanded me uh, to to say, Diablo immoral. <laughs> very good, very good. Uh, I can't believe because it's not supposed to be that bad, is it? I heard the gameplay is actually good. It's yeah. Just how horribly pay to win it is. Exactly. I refuse to install it. Um, yeah. Because of how pay to win it is, and good luck for the people who play this uh, free to play and have fun with it. It's supposed to be a good game, but I'm still busy with Warcraft Arclight Rumble. So I don't uh, have time for, for two mo- mobile games at once. Have you put your credit card info in yet? No, I'm still at the card. free-to-play level for Warcraft Arclight Rumble. And oh, nice. it's it's still a grind. But, you know, we're getting there. It's fun. I'm getting better at the game. I'm getting uh, new builds there. I like the strategic aspect of it. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever play Blizzard games again. I think... <laughs> Starcraft, Diablo 2, Diablo 1, and Warcraft, I think is it. I don't think I'm going to play Overwatch 2. I don't think I'm ever going to play Heroes if there's a sequel. Hearthstone, never been into it. I don't. I think I'm done wow. with Blizzard. I think it's that's it. I have no desire to ever... I don't get hyped for any of their releases. I don't care about their announcements. Really, it's just Warcraft. And then I think Diablo 2 they did a great job of. I will, will be fair to them there. Whoever's working over in the Diablo 2... Uh, HD or whatever it's called, resurrected. It, well done. I mean, they're, they've done a killer job. But um, for for everything else, all the new releases, all the brand new games, it's just shit after shit. It's unbelievable. Yeah, not too hyped about that either. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. may. Ooh, yeah. Who knows? Okay, then that's about the big news. We got some esports as well. As Show Cup returned with episode 20 and 21. And we had mm-hmm. a mix of the a new system where former it was six maps, three played on Netties, three played on War 3 Champions. Now everything is played on War 3 Champions. So the Chinese tournament organizers are moving away from Netties. That's quite crazy. It shows once again what an incredible job War 3 Champions is doing. And it's mm-hmm. now... Four best of two show matches. Uh, first, the two players are playing with their main races. Then it is uh, two the two players with their off races, and then one player with the main race against the off race of another player. Happy defeated Focus, who picked Night Elf, and Happy defeated X Lord, who went random, and it was actually quite fun. Yeah, I watched. Um, I watched some of it. I was actually the one. The one time you were casting Happy vs. Focus, I was out all night, and then I was sitting at a bus stop at six thirty, waiting for my bus home, and I watched it on my phone <laughs> at the bus stop. Uh, and it was pretty hype. It was pretty hype. Um, 
I was surprised because I, when we first talked about it, I was like, oh, I don't think this format will work. I think it'll get boring pretty quickly. But what I didn't expect with this sort of format is that there would be all the backstory and all the streams of players actually practicing their off race. I saw Fly practicing his off race. I've seen Che Miko doing it recently. Obviously, I saw Happy doing it a ton with, with Night Elf. Um, even though he played a different off race here, I guess. Did he play Orc here? Or he played did random. He play, did he, did, where did he play, sorry? Happy played random. Oh, he played random. Okay, yeah. But what was what's cool is there's actually people practicing their off races now, preparing for this because it is a decent amount of money yes. to be won, so it's actually worth it. I didn't think that was going to happen. So that, that's been pretty cool leading up to it. Yeah, uh, I think the random rule is kind of stupid because you have a decent chance to end up on your actual main race, and then it's kind of mm. unfair. So I think the rule was suggested that if you end up on your main race, just quit the game and restart. Because right. when this started, Happy had to play four games with random, right? Three times he randomed Undead. <laughs> like, yeah, are you kidding me? Randoming Undead is actually pretty strong, too, yeah. because... I mean, one, you're, you're forced into Farseer Headers, you're forced into Archmage, you're forced into, I guess you're forced into a Keeper. I mean, but so you couldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to play Blade, which a lot of people have been playing. If you get Orc, you wouldn't be able to play like a Demon Hunter, a lot of people have been playing, or a Warden. If you get Night Elf, and you wouldn't be able to play Mountain King or anything like that, or maybe even a Pally Rifles if you're off racing human. Like, I could see somebody like a Focus doing that if he managed, if he got human against Happy's random undead. But uh, so a lot of disadvantages in, in randoming your main race. It's like it, as though Happy needs any sort of buff in that way. <laughs> True. Yeah, uh, I'm very, very scared that we are creating a monster here with a Happy that can play all races at the level of his undead currently if we give him more time. Yeah, uh, well, I was talking to Hitman about this before our interview with Monk the other day, actually, because we were watching Happy play Orc on his uh, on his stream. And Hitman was like, yeah, I think Happy's the best Farseer Headhunter player in the world because uh, he, beat, <laughs> he beats Focus and Mir with Farseer Headhunters, and that's who obviously is considered to be the best Farseer Headhunter player. But Hitman's like, yeah, I think Happy... Happy's the best. Like Hitman was like taking notes of how Happy plays Orc, which is just insane because he's like the most practiced Orc player in like the last five years. Hitman. So like the fact that he's taking notes from how Happy just intuitively plays this race just shows how crazy he is. Yeah, uh, that was really really funny that Happy defeated Focus in Orc Mirror, but Focus almost defeated Happy in Night Elf versus Undead, because Focus's off-race was Night Elf. I think he made mm -hmm. one mistake and then lost, but with Mass Air, there was definitely something possible. Um, yep. So yeah, fun fun event. X-Lord was next the, the day after, and he won a Mirror match. I think he's he's sort of always been pretty close. I mean, as far as European players go, he's been pretty close with with Happy. But when's the last time they actually had an Undead Mirror series? It must have been a while ago. Sure. I do have the technology. I can look it up. <laughs> Walker3.info, everybody. That's where you look up yeah. those stats. Um, could have been some sort of War 3 Champions Finals or a DreamHack. Oh, is ESL Open Cup Europe 68. Wow. Which was 3-2 to two in Happy's favor. And then War 3 Champions Season 6. So this would have been uh, April, May 20. So over a year ago. Over a year uh, 13 ago. months ago. Yeah. Sick. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty but three cool. 3-2. to two, So Didn't expect it, really, uh, yeah. for X-Lord to, to take him up. It was really, really close. Cool games by both. 
and Exot defeated also Happy's Orc Random. As uh, was a good series, can definitely recommend. Exot's off race, not the strongest I've ever seen, but he's practicing. Uh, mm. Did you see the clip of Todd already? No, I have not. I have <sighs> not seen the clip of Todd. For I think what happened was that Exlord came to Todd's uh, stream and was, was they were talking and then Todd looked up Exlord's uh, random accomplishments recently <laughs> and looked at all the games that Exlord played as human random mm -hmm. and there's losses against for example Pokey and Hunter and Todd's reaction is quite humorous I gotta say <laughs> you know his uh, signature laugh like he's <laughs> Thingy? Yeah, oh, <laughs> the classic. Perfect, perfect on this one. Was, he mocked him good today. All right, I'm what I'm watching. I'm watching. How's the fandom going, Axelord? <laughs> yeah, it was a cool result. We were once again at the pie chart, and then this happened. That was that was good. Oh clean. my god, that's a, that is a lot of losses. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> yeah, that is rough. Oh my god. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, you... human is unplayable apparently. What's cool about this as well, I think this this sort of everyone off racing, or especially the top players off racing a lot, has sort of come at the perfect time because it's come at a time where we've been talking a lot about balance, yes. a lot about changes, and you know players of a really high level on one particular race are starting to have to make comments about other matchups that they may not be as practicing or have a, as good of an understanding in. So I think the fact that a lot of more people are playing random now and viewing people playing off race and talking about off racing and stuff is good for this whole, this balanced discussion that we've been trying to have maturely over the last month. Exactly. So, so much about esports. We're going to have new show cups this weekend. I don't even know who's playing yet. I think it's not Doesn't announced. say yet. Yeah. I think 15 Sway is part. So Ooh. he can, he can play Night Elf and, and Human pretty much at the same level. So this is going to be good. AWL, uh, maybe you have to talk about that as well as I'm streaming. Did mm -hmm. you see the Rise of Moon on Wednesday? I saw him against Soen and then I fell asleep for him against it was 1-2-0. Yes, right? that... Moon is yeah. back, bro. He squashed 1-2-0 of the map. With Huntress Tower Push on Tight Hunters. Nice. And what was it? Keeper into Demon Hunter into one base mass air. <laughs> it was really weird. Um very, very weird strategies, but very successful. And Moon is back, defeating one to zero two oh. That's all it takes, eh? That's all it takes. Because one week ago, you were saying, you know, I don't look to towards Moon anymore for Night Elves. I look towards the Lion. Is that all, is that all it takes, Neo? Is that all it takes? I'm just Because I've always that, been a Moon believer. Don't forget. I just say that he's out of the slump. Like, he was getting squashed by Happy and also... Like, he mm -hmm. went 1-7 to seven in, in the Pro Max Cup, right? So, he yeah. was mm -hmm. clearly not in the best shape. And here he is, motivated again from losing i guess like this michael jordan syndrome thing we we yeah. we poked the bear uh one time too many yeah and, and just to comment on the one series that i did watch front to back i'm still sort of catching up i do i do make sure to at least watch all the orc games 
um, that I can, but I, I watched, I think, one other series. I think I watched One Two Zero Thunder. But the Moon Sewing <laughs> series, for those interested, for those who want a little bit of hype behind this, it was so crazy. The first map, Northern Isles, Sewing's doing this new style where he goes for three headhunters to round out his 41 supply. So he adds in a few headhunters, which means you can trade with the Huntresses early on making it really, really strong. He takes a huge fight at Moon's Expo, trades essentially like... Uh, Moon loses like 20 supply. He doesn't lose anything. He backs up. Moon gets an Expo cancel and just has a huge comeback after being like massively behind, like, you know, down like two hero levels. And then Terran of Stan, Moon loses his Expo twice or maybe three times, <laughs> loses like all of his Moon Wells, both of his Ancient of Wars, and then Moon does the Moon thing where he transitions into Mass Huntresses, starts expanding all over the map, and just wins through pure hit and run in like, I think it was a 25-minute game. It, it was a really nice series from Moon, and that's just one of one of many that he's going to be playing and one of many that he has played. Yeah, that was super fun series. Also, this 1-0 versus uh, Thunder game on Northern Isles. Hope you saw that. <laughs> because mm -hmm. uh, Thunder is, uh, is is known for playing a lot of Zeppelin drops. So 1-0 is taking the Zeppelin away at his side of the map and drops into Thunder's base, who expects <laughs> everything but that. So there's a Crypt Lord dropping into a human base alongside a Shredder, and he was so tanky because he had a vamp aura that he killed everything. Thunder couldn't enter. It was so funny, man. This game was so funny. Of course, Super One Side 1 to 0 wins, but boy, was that funny. Classic Thunder game. Yeah, Shredder Zeppelin drops are, are, are deadly dangerous. They're, they're very, very strong. And then I guess tonight, is it tonight? We get to see Lin. Oh, yeah. Excited for that. And 15 Sway, who I'm a increasingly more and more a fan of. I really do think he's just an excellent player. Like, he plays... His philosophy of the game is, like, if I if I were to, like, tell somebody how to play certain matchups, like, if I could transfer my brain into people that actually have hands, 15th Sway <laughs> would kind of be the best example of that sort of a player. Uh, big fan of his. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Starting Monday, that is. Monday. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited for that. And right. Zhao Kai as well, who's uh, another player that, uh, you know... He's fun. Orcs. I'm all for the orcs, yeah. He's fun indeed. <laughs> so, so much about eSport, not going... Uh, not not super strong, but you know we need a little break because we have to announce lands and uh, other stuff. Fountain of Mana League, you were participating. Yes. I was participating, and the group stage is over. Mm -hmm. Uh so good news or bad news first? <laughs> good news. Uh, well, you're you're the one who's going to say the good news, right? I'm pretty sure you have good news in terms of your group, right? Is, is it about me? Can I can I talk mm -hmm. about me? I made yeah. playoffs, baby! Top three, everybody! Boom, boom! Also, uh, tied score wise, it's like uh, Vampy got five two, Pumpsifer got five two, and I got five two, and Rikesa is in there as well. I never in a million years expected to make top three in this group, and. I did. I defeated two people. Well, was it two people when I had fever and basically was super sick? And then, yeah, man, this was cool. I defeated Buskill once again in the nastiest way possible with expansion and gargoyles. This poor fella. I think he's perfect. He has nightmares about me. And I defeated Vampy as well, who made a top one in our group. Uh, with good old undead versus human, you know, uh, when nothing helps anymore, coil Nova the Archmage and everything goes well on our level. Yep. Oh, yep, that was real much. fun. Yeah, it was real fun. So uh, I did a I did a very decent job and I'm very, very happy and very proud of this accomplishment. 
Very nice. Very well done. Very well done. There's the good news for everybody. Mm-hmm. Neo is through. There'll be more Neo games. For me, I went zero and four. Oh. <laughs> so I played I played four matches. I played against Mooninino. I played against Lix, so a night elf, a undead. I played against Reaver, a human, and I played against uh, another human player forgetting the name um i went one and two and three of those series and zero and two against the night elf that i had to play and then the other three matches were just too difficult to schedule and there was no way any of us were going to make it out of the group so the four people i lost to made it through in top four the three people that i didn't get to play were eliminated with me so unfortunately i might have been able to go three and four because obviously i was at the bottom of the group with the other people that i hadn't played but there was no chance for me to make it out so it Looks a lot worse than it is, but zero and four. I hope to, uh, if I do get moved down to the lower, the next, I think I was in group C. If I get moved down to group D, I hope to show next season that I can, I can hopefully beat all those players and then get moved back up. And then with some practice, we're getting there. It's been 500 games, but apparently not enough anymore. That's sad, but at least the fire is there for the next season. I will uh, still have to play my playoff matches. Maybe you uh, you want to cast it, but uh, oh yeah, I, I'm I'm seated against Pumpsifa and he beat me real hard last time we played with a Dark Ranger in Undead Mirror. That yeah, was nasty. yeah, I, I had the pleasure to cast that. Um, that was that fight at your expo in springtime. That was quite the game, quite the game. <sighs> yeah, I gotta focus on on. And that mirror then. I also got third place in my Creepjack uh, League. Also uh, missed relegation, but the other players, like, top one was Pogi, who's playing for for the Playing Ducks. So there was no mm-hmm. chance there. And uh, the second place was also a lot better. So I think fair representation, third place. Not relegated up, but next time maybe. At least two-time top three. Really proud. Well done, yeah. Pogi uh, backseats me in my stream sometimes, so I know him. I've yelled <laughs> at him many times. <laughs> I'm, I met him yesterday. Good guy. Good guy. No, yeah, I saw your I saw your Twitter post. Saw your Twitter post. Very We're friends cool. now. We're friends. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so that that's cool. That's cool. I don't get to see t- a ton of those games because it is in, it's a German, but um, still, uh, every once in a while when I tune in, it's cool to. That was sort of the first place people got to see you play. So right on. it's cool. And look where you are now, top three. <laughs> top three Incredible. does doesn't matter what league. A top three, top league, top top mm-hmm. three is top three. Guess that's it for this week, eh? Yeah, I mean we're perfectly at one hour. I think yeah. we kind of banged it out. Right not on. too bad. Wow, perfect. Yeah. Do you want to tell people how to support this beautiful project? Absolutely. So the main way you can support us is by going to, I'm going to type it in while you guys type in at the same time, back to warcraft.com slash support. That brings you to the page that we're looking at right now, and it shows you the ways to support. The number one is our Patreon. The patreon.com slash back to warcraft is where you can subscribe to that, I guess is the way you would say it. You get uh, Back to Work at Podcast one week early. It's the easiest way to submit questions. You can get coaching, replay review. I've been doing plenty of those this week. Um, you can get a music playlist. Not too many of those this month. Uh, movie recommendations. Tons of cool stuff. You can support us on Twitch if you manage to catch a stream with a sub. There's YouTube membership, which is new and very, very cool. There's direct donations. You can also donate with crypto. You can buy merchandise like hats and t-shirts and all that good stuff. Coffee mugs. You can 
go to Corsair and Holy Energy, our two sponsors, Corsair Peripherals for headsets, mice, keyboards, mouse pads, monitors, cameras, lights, chairs, green screens, all that stuff. And Holy Energy, our energy supplement sponsor. Um, coupon codes back to Warcraft for both of those. I believe 10% off each of them with exactly. those coupon codes. Exactly. I'm living off of Holy Energy at the moment. They keep me sane. They keep me awake, uh, even though I have... I think I'm going into two weeks of 10 plus work hours each day and there's Jesus. no end in sight because uh, I'm going to be doing uh, the weekly tomorrow. There's so much on Saturday and Sunday. AWL Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Creep check on Thursday and then next weekly is up to you guys. Then I'm going on my chemical oh, yeah. romance concert and yeah. then I'm off. Yeah. Oh, you're going to see my chemical romance? Hell yeah! It's not a phase, oh, nice. ma. Very cool. I've actually just recently started to like, because I was, you know, I was one of those kids when I was younger. Um, I was like, you know, fuck, fuck emo, you know, I never, never got to listen to that shit. Really? But uh, recently, I just listened to the uh, Panic at the Disco single that oh. just came out, and oh. it's actually super good. Really? It's so good. I was very, very impressed. I didn't know it was one guy either. It's one guy that does everything. It's just, what? it's a solo project with a no. name. Yeah, one. He plays all the cellos, like that. What's that one really big song? He does all the cellos and strings in that. Like, I write sins, not tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> it, so he's uh, very impressed by that. At least I haven't heard their whole catalog, but the new single is very, very good. And then My Chemical Romance recently been listening to some of their old stuff. I mean, it, it's Bangers. good. I'll admit. It's Bangers. Good. I'm Straight. going through a phase. Uh, you're going through a phase with like 26 <laughs> yeah. or whatever you are now. A <laughs> yeah. little late bloomer, but we're getting there. When I mm. was a young boy, my father, etc. etc. I'm going with New Hero. It's going <laughs> to be super fun. If you are if you guys are in Bonn at the My Chemical Romance concert, hit me up. Let's have a beer together or uh, put some makeup on or wear way too tight t-shirts together. It's going to be great. It's going to be... I will, I'm going to feel like 16 again. Very cool. Have you seen them before? Uh, once at a festival, I don't remember anything. Ah, because nice. yeah, know, I've had that festival, unfortunately with festival a couple of experience. Bands, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But uh, yeah, gonna be good. So I'm going to sleep now, and you edit everything. And then... I edit everything, and then I uh, travel, travel tomorrow. Go play a couple gigs. Should be fun. Hell yeah! Okay, cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, spread the word about the podcast. Give us stars. Subscribe. Uh, like us. Comment on everything. That helps a ton. If you put Stormgate on your wish list, then give us a sub or a thumb or something like that as well. That would be very, very nice of you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.